0: to be a wordsmith is defined as a person who writes an author a journalist a person who commits their thoughts to paper but i believe it is so much more the ability to craft a story to change lives transport the ordinary life to an extraordinary place to put words on paper and awaken the imagination in ways that the reader never dreamed possible yes To have the ability to see what isn't there and make you see it too. To awaken the senses in new and amazing ways, like feeling a cool breeze on a hot summer day on your cheek. To smell wildflowers as they bloom. To taste a delicacy on foreign soil. To feel like you've never felt before, touching places long forgotten, connecting your soul in new ways. That's what writers do. It's my pleasure to host Carolina Writers Speak, a new podcast, a chance to hear actual writers' voices, hear what inspires them, experience their trials and their struggles, and realize that we all have a story and it's worth telling. Hi, this is Rose Cushing host of Carolina Writers Speak, a literary podcast for authors and folks that like to write. Very excited today that my guest is Allison Hendricks. And Allison has written a book, Tum and the Fairy Friend Legend. So you write children's books, obviously. That's
1: right. Um, this was the first, I think, um, book link children's books that I've, I've ever written. Um, most of my children's books are uh, short stories compiled into one book or picture books. Um And I didn't do another fairy tale, but it was much shorter. <laughs> but uh, yeah, mostly mostly children's books. Well,
0: t- Welcome to the show, and, and tell me a little bit about you. Yeah, and
1: well, thank you so, so much for having me on your show. I'm so excited to get to chat with you today. And um, yeah, I am a homeschool mom. Uh, my little girl is six years old, so she's she's my whole world. And honestly, most of my stories are inspired by her or they're just straight up about her. Um, and we we kind of just hang out. We're homebodies, so we mostly just we hang out at home a lot. And like I said, we, we do um, homeschool. And... We like escape rooms, and we're involved in church, So I don't know. We're kind of nerdy, um, kind of silly, and um, we like to read. That's a little bit about our family. And um, I guess writing-wise, we have always been a writer, but I never started really doing any serious writing until college, and um, I entered a contest, and... I won and I got my essay published in the textbook for in the next year's writing textbook and ever since then I would just kind of do little things here and there. Um but then when my daughter was born, so she's six so about six years ago, I really started writing and um i published six books um since then and I'm working on some novels and things now too. So uh but it's all mostly history.
0: Honestly, this stuff. That's really really exciting. So, Allison, tell me a little bit about your book, or read me a selection from it.
1: Okay. Um, so, Tundra kind of and the Friend Legend it is um, it's kind of like a Christmas themed book, um, and it's also a fairy tale. And I just uh, I love the characters in this book so much. And I do have I do have a short selection that um, I think might be one of my favorite most backed parts of the book, so I'll go ahead and read that to you really quick. Okay. Thank you. The city was in chaos. Gray and red uniforms flashed here and there as light white, white guards rushed in all directions. Fairies yelled at one another, gesturing wildly in the streets. A group of three fairy boys tumbled into Tundrum's path, tugging and punching one another. He pulled up fast and nearly fell over backward to avoid them. I don't believe it. He stomped the ground and soared into the air, one fist extended all the way to the ceiling. He had a clear view of the ground from there. He spied Jenna's house, threw down, and pounded on the front door. No one answered, and there were no lights on. Jenna, he called, them louder. Jenna! He flew around her house and back to the street. Fairies pushed each other around him, yelling. In the distance, someone rang the large bell at the town hall, and the metallic clang-clang filled his ears as he dodged flailing fairies. Still, a voice floated above the chaos. Someone help me. Tundum's breath caught in his throat. It was Jenna. He saw her by the bakery being attacked by a very large fairy that he recognized from school. The fairy pinned Jenna's shoulders to the wall with one arm and pulled at her bracelet with his other hand. Leave me alone, Jenna screamed. Lamb, Tundrum slammed into the huge fairy with all his might, and the impact sent them both flying. But his fairy lay stunned as Tundrum flew to side. Are you all right? He nodded, and her eyes widened. Tundrum? He turned to see the large fairy zooming toward him and instinctively jerked his elbow backward. The attacker slammed into Tundrum's elbow. Oof! He fell to the ground, grabbing his chest and moaning. Tundrum put an arm around Jenna's waist. Let's get out of here. They flew straight to the ceiling and watched the chaos below. She to rubbed her wrist and glanced at him. Thank you for you know saving me. Tundrum grinned. He grinned back. I'm just glad you were paying attention this time.
0: That's really cool. I want to read it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh good. I was so glad. I think that might be one of my favorite parts in
0: the book. I love things about fairies, so that you know, it's like a whole new world there.
1: So oh. yeah, it is. And um, I uh, my daughter and I talk about it a lot. She she actually believes in fairies. And um, when I was writing this book, as part of kind of an inspiration kind of thing, I guess we we decided to create a fairy tree in our yard. Uh-huh. And, um, we went and painted a little door on the bottom of the tree and um, painted little windows. And she did it. She did the painting. She loved it. We had a ball. Um, And we kind of put some, like, fairies go, and they use the tree,
0: and it's their little house. That's so cute. So your book is available now on sale.
1: Yep, it's on Amazon. Um, It's it's only on Amazon right now, but, uh, yes, you can, I've got a, it's on Kindle and paperback. Okay. It's available on Kindle and paperback. Mm -hmm
0: now let's talk a little bit about the writing process itself this was your first book so what would you say was the biggest obstacle for you to get your book finished and published
1: oh definitely time um, I try to get up early in the morning to do my writing and that's, that's what I have to do so if I if I don't get up at 4.30 in the morning and write while everybody else is still sleeping it won't happen So. Definitely managing the time to, to write it was the hardest. Um, publishing it wasn't um, too bad because I've learned how to do KDP on Amazon. But so they make it really easy and just kind of upload the, the manuscript. But um, I think deciding to publish it on KDP and do the, the self publishing route is kind of tough because <laughs> when you're a writer, everybody wants to. We just have this dream of getting a publisher and oh here's well, we a bunch of money, yeah. <laughs> um, and we'll publish your book and advertise it for you. But uh yeah, it, it was pretty, it was a fun process. This was one of the books that sometimes when you sit down and it just flows, Uh it just comes to you. It, it wasn't it wasn't too much of a chore, but yeah, definitely the, the time and time to do it was really difficult for me. It is a hard thing. You know, a
0: lot of folks, when they start to write a book, they don't realize that it, it is a big commitment. And you kind of have to treat it like a job if you're ever going to finish.
1: <laughs> well, I'm, I'm learning that. It's not it's not always, you can't just write when you're in the mood. <laughs> it's, yeah. yeah, it's definitely a discipline. Yeah, I mean, I guess you can
0: write when you're just in the mood. But if you really want to do this seriously and be a writer and make money from it, you know, it is kind of like a job. Um, which takes some of the fun out of it, no doubt.
1: <laughs> so you,
0: you were talking about self-publishing versus traditional. Um, from what I gather, and I have not been traditionally published as a rule, traditional publishers don't do very much marketing for you either. They they kind of launch your book and then it, it's on you, so I'm not sure that, that self-publishing isn't the best way to go in the long run.
1: I've been reading um, kind of the same thing a lot lately. So that even if you even if you are traditionally published, they um, they expect you to, to promote your own promote your own book. And um, and publishers actually look for this is what I've read anyway. They actually look for authors who already have a platform and, yeah. and they've already got a following. And um, we're yeah. starting out. When I first started trying to read about how to. How to make a Facebook page? How to how to make a, a YouTube um, channel and all that? I, it really floored me because I thought how do people how do publishers expect you to just automatically have followers when you don't have followers? Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's hard to build a following, um, but it's coming. and I, I'm learning to have more and more fun with it, and especially with condom, I did something that I've never done before when I when I published it, and that was have a Facebook launch party. Uh huh. And that was really super fun. And I, I mean I think like five people, maybe five or six people maybe came to it. Um, some sweet friends and family, but uh, <laughs> it was still so much fun and it's a it's a good way to generate a little bit of a little bit of traffic on at least on Facebook and then you we know, share it out to Twitter and um Instagram and all the all the social media. So it's becoming more fun and less of a chore, I think, the more that I'm learning, but I know you're kind of a queen at, um, at marketing and, and you know a whole lot more about it than I do, so
0: I'm glad I get to chat with you about it. <laughs> well, I appreciate the compliment, even though I'm not sure it's well-placed, but I'll be glad to help you any way I can. Um, you know, when I wrote my book, I, I had, like I said, I had been in the magazine industry a long time and I owned a magazine, TV, and all kinds of stuff, but my book was the hardest thing I ever tackled. And, you know, there's it's different. There's different things you have to do, different strategies that work and, and that don't. And, you know, it, it's hard to find where to learn that stuff because there's 40 million books online about how to do it and how do you know which one's really <laughs> going to help, you know. So joining a writer's group is a very, very good avenue for that and, and letting people that have done it tell you how they did it and talk to you and answer questions. I think that's the smartest thing that I did in the writing world.
1: And, and learning all this stuff, but the first writers group I joined was um in town in Clayton and I, I forgot to ask you you live in Clayton right? Was... Middlesex. No, oh okay. Oh we're close, we're close. I'm in Kimley. Yeah. Um but so I started still so I started the um uh, with the writers guild in Clayton with Don. Uh-huh. And, and um and that was something invaluable to me and it's with in learning about um the social social media aspect of it and that's what I tell people all the time. I actually um have young writers or writers who uh, people who want to publish their books, they contact me like I know what I'm doing. <laughs> and um it has to what they should do and I always say the best thing so far for me is to join in writers
0: Absolutely. Absolutely true. Um one of the you know, we're doing the workshop series this year and do a lot of things to promote writers and help them network with one another because regardless of what kind of business you're in the one thing that I have found that held true is networking and how valuable it is and you know you never know when you're talking to folks about your book or your writing who they know you know that might be somebody that you need to hook up with so it's always good to to network with everybody you can and every opportunity that you get have and to pay it forward you know and and that makes a big difference.
1: Yeah. I was want to say a huge shout out to Triangle East Riders because I know you guys really really try. I'm so glad to be a part of that group and I'm you know, I can't wait to really get involved more. But I noticed that you and Cindy have really are very active in the community and with the networking. So I so feel like I can learn a lot from y'all.
0: Well, we're we're really excited about the things that we're doing, and you know, I I um we both Cindy's fabulous at everything she does, and she I always tease her and tell her I have to get her blessing before I go on these wild goose chases. But we're we're putting together some pretty cool stuff. I'm really proud of it. That is so exciting. Really proud of it. So tell us a little bit about when you write. What? How do you? Where do you write? You know, what do you like to? Do you set you a place up, or do you just pick a time and sit down anywhere you can because you got a minute? How do you go about?
1: It's a, um, it's a little bit of, of all of that. Um, it's a lot of being outside or driving somewhere and driving my phone out of my pocket and, and putting notes down to use later. beautiful anti writing desk that I just love so much. My husband got it for me a few years ago for Mother's Day and um I'll go in there for thirty in the morning and sit my butt down um, in front of the laptop on the desk and write like, that that's usually my spot. <laughs> um, because I know that when I'm sitting there that's my job. That's what I'm doing.
0: Right. I I, I write um best in early morning, five o'clock in the morning until probably 10, and I always say to myself, well, you know, if I get up early and I write, then it doesn't interfere with my day, because I always feel guilty, you know, taking the time to write or to read, so that's my, my slot that I would normally be just snoozing and being lazy. Yep,
1: that's exactly how I feel, and I mean, that I kind of have to, because, um, it's usually in usually because it's around 7.30 or 8 o'clock, so I can usually get a big stalk.
0: Uh, if I get up, that. <laughs> right. That's right. So what's left on your bucket list to do now next?
1: Well, you know, we always have stuff going on. I was realizing that like are actually working on this, but um, right now, actually, when you called for the podcast, I was actually working on it's illustrating um, a children's book I'm doing now. It's called, it's called The Funny Tree. And it's Based or actually, really based on um, the neighborhood I grew up in. There was a tree that grew in, the, um, in an empty lot that, was that had a really funny curve to it, and so we always caught it the funny tree. And so my picture book is about that funny tree. And, um, and I'm how, working on. How are
0: you illustrating it? Do you have to use like um, computer illustrated, or are you an artist, or how are you going about that?
1: Well, I've always liked to get things in exile. So i um really, really working hard to develop that a little bit more, but um I got a tablet that has a um a program. You can download a program onto it to um draw and it and it came with a pen. So it's just like you're drawing or painting on a piece of paper, except you're doing it digitally, which so it is amazing for me. Um when I did my first picture book, the first book that I ever published was Winnie the Last Lightning Bug, And I did that with my watercolor pencils on paper. Right. And then had to figure out how to upload all that. That was a, that was a hot mess. So this um, <laughs> is much easier. I love it. It's so much easier.
0: Do you illustrate for other people? No. No.
1: Uh, I've heard some people ask me about it, and honestly, I'm just not quite, I'm just not confident enough in it yet. I'm still learning a lot, and I'm still new to the program that I've got on my um, on my tablet. But I think I would definitely be, op- I'll be open to, um, to trying that. Just- okay. I just want to keep working at it first.
0: There you go. Got to perfect that craft.
1: I, <laughs> I wanted to tell you, um, I just completely flipped my mind, but I'm very excited about this and you'll know, like this. I'm working on something that I've called the Johnson County Project. Uh-huh. And it's, uh, it's the same short stories like I, I've written before, like, bedtime story kind of things. And they'll be very short, um, maybe a minute and a half to each. And they're all based on different things that I see in Dawson County. And uh, I wrote one about a little pumpkin that was at a pumpkin stand that me and Molly found when we were driving around one day um a couple years ago and that one was actually published in Doctor Now and the Day Now. That is a really cute. But um uh, there's a lot of inspiring places in Docks and County and little magical places and I actually just kinda drive around sometimes and I'll take pictures or jot down notes and then write some short stories about it. So I wanna get I wanna get maybe thirty and thirty five stories before I publish it.
0: I think that'd be really fun. I love that. I I do. Um, I'm working on a book for myself that's stories about when I grew up and where I grew up, and it, it's um, I just when I think of a memory, I just write it down and make it you know a couple of pages so that it's a little short story for folks, and it'll all be compiled together. I love those books, and I love yeah. to read them.
1: That'd be wonderful. Yeah. So I what else? I think it we capture this?
0: Yeah, you know, because it was a long time ago when I grew up, so it would be history, and my grandkids will enjoy reading it, maybe. So what else you working on, girl?
1: Um, So also, a middle-grade fantasy novel that I've been working on for, oh, I'm going to say, four years. <laughs> um, yeah, that one is coming along slowly because it's, it's going to be probably a trilogy or... Uh, or maybe even a series along the sea. So um I am working on that though. That'll probably I'm hoping to finish that next year and go ahead and get it edited next year um that one's been a long time coming. But it's fun it's a it's about um, a girl who has magical powers that she doesn't even realize she has until a bad guy realizes it and tries to Has fillers for it and um, how she has to save the world using those powers that she's just finding out about. That's awesome. Faith based as well. Yeah, I love it. I love exploring um, biblical truth and just exploring different things, different powers that are possible. (laughs) Right, right.
0: It's fun to let your imagination run wild and see where it takes you. That's
1: a writer's job, right? Absolutely.
0: Absolutely. When I, I sat down to write my book, I kind of had a vague idea of what I wanted to write about, but I just let the pen take me and, and it was fun. It's a good adventure.
1: It is. It's so fun. That's what we call you, uh, cancer versus planner. Yeah. I'm definitely a Panther. I I, uh, I just sit down and see what happens. I'm
0: just as surprised with you or by what comes out of it. I know, and, and I always amaze myself when I go back and read it, but I, I actually made all that mess up and wrote it. You know, it always makes me laugh. <laughs> but <Yeah. laughs> well, what else? Are you, Anything else special you're
1: doing? Um, Those are my biggest projects for now, and other than that, I, I've been doing a little bit of poetry. Nice. I'd want to put that in a book sometimes, but just yeah, a little bit here and there.
0: Okay. Last question is: What kind of advice would you give folks that are they're thinking about writing or in the process as to how to get started and how to keep going? Oh, um, well, definitely don't ever
1: give up because writing can be perfect. But it's, um, it's, it's definitely something that's inside of you. There's a, there's a gift there. There's something that you need to share with the world, so don't give up until, you, until you've written that out. And, um, and I guess, secondly, just definitely find a writer's group, talk to other writers. It's a lot of encouragement and a lot of learning that there's on you. Get around other writers, for sure.
0: Absolutely. Well, I've really enjoyed talking to you today. And tell us one more time where your work is located and how we can buy it.
1: Um, just go on, online and type in Tundra Minister and Legend or you can go to my website um if you are on Facebook or any of the social medias um, find me at AllieLikesToWrite, Likes to Write and there's links there as well
0: alright that sounds really good it's been so much fun talking to you thank you for being on the show thank you so much for having me it's been really fun And everybody out there listening, as always, thank you so much for listening to us and give Allie's books a try. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Everybody has a story. Just let your mind drift away and find yours. I know it's out there. What are you waiting for?